Hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you're having a blessed day today, as you always are. And thank you again for supporting Health Masters and the show. We continue to get you the truth, the real news, and the highest quality supplements we can possibly manufacture every single day. And we thank you for your support. Be sure to check out the product of the week, the Probiotic 100 Billion. Incredibly good formula on sale right now on product of the week. And also, be sure to check out the Healthy Testosterone Support Kit. I went ahead and put it on the website on the front page. We had put it together as a kit a while back, and yesterday I went into detail talking about it. I want to make sure everybody had an idea of where to get it, what the whole kit was together as far as the basic stack, and uh, have it right on the front page, over 15% off right now. So be sure to check that out at healthmasters.com. And also, too, this is interesting in other health news. There's a five senior Swedish doctors now who, in collaboration with Dr. Joanne Edbo, a researcher in human rights, are raising alert again about the COVID shot, which they described as obviously dangerous. They said they should be immediately halted, and this entire mass vaccination needs to be pending through investigation of the true side effects that are occurring from this shot. It was interesting last night. Me and my workout partner went over to Lakeland, over to the Axe Caliber place, and I know both the managers that work over there, they're good guys, and we were talking to them just about general topics and kind of the whole theater of lies that we've been told last couple of years, and I brought up the aspect of the shots, and they both told me, they said, yeah, we, we both of us got the first round of shots, both of our wives are in the healthcare, and you know, pretty much they told everybody that they had to get the shot no matter what, and our wives pushed us to get it, and I said, well, are y'all still getting the shot? And they said, no, no, we got the first round, and we haven't really had any severe side effects, and I said, well, you have seen the <laughs> coincidental aspects of pretty much everybody starting to get sick from this thing. They said, oh, yeah. They said it's definitely not a joke. They said everybody, including us, we were lied to. And they said a lot of us, almost all of us that I know, he said in our family and group of friends, he goes, ended up getting the first round because we were pretty much told that this was the only option in order to be able to live freely. And I said, yeah, I know. I said, that's the problem. I said, is that so many people bought into the lie and nobody even wanted to take a step back and question what was really going on. And we started talking about their kids, and I brought that up as far as if they're going to get their kids injected, and they said absolutely not, that they have no interest in even doing any of this with, as far as with kids. And I said, and I went into detail as far as how the FDA has been completely corrupted with the pharmaceuticals, the pharmaceutical industry, and I talked about how this emergency use authorization was just giving blanket immunity to do experiments essentially on the entire population and this entire shot was a DOD operation that started with DARPA with RNA gene therapy research and experimentation back in 2012. They didn't know a lot of that. And so we actually had a very in-depth conversation for about 20 minutes on how the world is being operated right now. And what's, like I said earlier, what I find ironic is that so many people now, even people that were duped before, are starting to wake up very, very clearly and say, no, this is this is not okay at all. And this is what I've solved with this five senior Swedish doctors who put this together. And they said that the leading journals have finally begun to publish data corroborating the fact that this 
research, alleged research that was put out, you know, about it being safe was a complete lie. And they've observed over the last two years, especially in relation to complex problems of the immune suppression of what we're seeing now with this constant variation of the COVID virus, allegedly, and how it's continually mutating. And they blatantly said the reason why it's starting to mutate over and over and over again is because you continually are giving people these experimental shots and nobody knows what this is going to do out in the general population because there's never been any type of studies done whatsoever with a group this large, clearly not even a small group long term. And so, again, it's something that it's interesting to see, but it's also nice when I talk to some people that even though they may have been duped before, they're starting to wake up and really talk to other people about it as well. And I told them that I said, this is a topic that needs to get brought up. And I said, do you find it ironic that you hear now in the mainstream media, anytime somebody basically checks out or they go into cardiac arrest, or they have these heart problems. We've seen this now with athletes. We've seen this with kids. I've talked about it in detail. And I said, anytime somebody brings this up now, the mainstream media goes, well, you, you can't ask what their vaccination status was. It's, it's rude to see you know, if they have been vaccinated, even though they've been having cardiac problems. You can't ask that. And I, just, I looked at him. I said, isn't it ironic that we're being told that now? I said, but just two years ago, you were told you weren't even allowed to go into a restaurant in New York without showing your vaccine papers. You weren't allowed to go get on a plane or travel to most countries. You weren't allowed to go into most businesses. You weren't allowed to get a job or keep a job without showing your vaccine papers. I said, but suddenly, if you want to ask if somebody's been injected after they go into cardiac arrest, oh, suddenly that's rude. You can't ask that question now. I said, <laughs> that shows you the level of hypocrisy, and this is why it is so important to continue to speak up for what's really going on right now. What do you think, Deb? You know, Austin, the, uh, the truth is people everywhere are starting to figure out that they were duped, and uh, they're starting to realize that they made a mistake. And the problem is, is that they don't know what to do at this point because now they're just hoping and praying, if they're Christians, that they're not going to have any side effects from the clot shot. And again, that's why we talk to you constantly about taking supplements that are keep the blood thin, supplements that are like N-acetylcysteine as far as mitigating damage and HGH stimulate, which has the nitric oxide in it, anything to keep those blood vessels open. And it's important that everybody realizes there's just certain things that are really, really essential for you to, to take, including the cod liver oil, the omega-3 fats every single day. And if you do that, you can, you can mitigate a lot of damage. Now, are you going to undo all of the damage from this? Uh, probably not. Uh, the only thing you have going is there were a lot of placebo shots given out, a lot of batches didn't have a lot of side effects, and you could have gotten one of those. And so that's a high probability also uh, because they weren't going to unleash the entire planet with shots. So they were going to having all kinds of health problems. They had to kind of mitigate it, let it go in there slowly, and, and that's what they've done. And as they add more and more and more of these booster shots, you have more and more and more side effects. So people need to be very, very, very careful. In fact, the medical profession in general has really damaged itself over this in the United States. You know, they've damaged themselves over years and years and years of just basically abuse and miscare of patients and wrong diagnostics and all kinds of other things. And, and I'm going to say something about this real quick. There's a, there's a list that just came out and is talking about, you know, how many, you know, what's the most and least trusted professionals. Yeah, and nurses have a very high trust rate of 79%. Medical, medical doctors are down to 62%, and there's 10% of them are very, very low. Police officers, about 50%, about 18%, very, very low. Uh, judges are only down to 39%, and as far as approval rate, and about 19% are very, very low. Lawyers, 
They're one of the worst professions, 21% approval rate, 28%, very, very low. And it just keeps getting worse. You got 24% labor union, 31%. They don't let people hate them. Um, 14% of business executives are okay. And 36% people don't like journalists. This is one of the worst. 23% are okay. 42% are very, very low. And, and it just goes on and on and on. And then, then you get to members of Congress. You got 9% like them and 62% of them get very, very low scores. But the next question comes to mind. Why in the world do these people keep getting reelected? Why do they keep getting put back into power? And that's because of special interest groups. That's because of the advertising money that they're given, the marketing money they're giving to stay in the Congress. And it's just part of the people out there just pushing the narrative that are Masonic leaders, et cetera, or high-level influencers that want to keep certain people in because they're passing certain bills to promote their agendas. And, and you see this over and over and over. And again, a lot of it's because of the grassroots effort that they have done in order to come in and get enough people to vote to push the narrative and to also hack elections. That's fact, too, and we've seen that with Jeffrey Epstein, and we saw it with the last election with Trump. But the reality is this. you know, Unless we all merge together and come together as a nation, uh, this is not going to get any better. We just have to start to stand against what's happening. You know, Revelation has got a really good uh, – really good. I like this. It says – Revelation chapter 3, uh, verse 7. It talks to the angel of the church of Philadelphia. And then verse 10, it says, since you have kept my command to endure patiently, I will also keep you from the hour of trial that is going to come to the whole world and test the inhabitants of the earth. And, you know, and here's the thing. You know, we have to stand on this word that he's going to keep us from this hour of trial. That's not talking about getting raptured here. It's talking about basically protecting you. And, uh, you know, and, and that's the thing. And I'm talking about what I pray for you guys. You know, I pray that God protects you and protects your family. I station angels around you. I plead the blood of Christ over you, and I put a hedge of thorns around you because I want to be part of that solution, not part of the problem. And people really need to understand that if we continue to do what we've done in the United States, it's not going to get any better. But we need to learn how to go back to what the Word of God says and continue to proclaim the name of Jesus boldly everywhere and you know, pray boldly and talk about Christ boldly and the power of the blood of the Lamb and tell people the truth of what's going on. Very, very important. And then, and then we see, you know, people are always saying, well, basically, you know, you've got all these people that are saying, well, if I win the lottery or I win this because they're looking to outside things and outside forces to give them peace and happiness. And it's the righteousness, peace and joy that comes from the infilling of the Holy Spirit that changes you from the inside out. It really is. You know, many of you have sent me letters. And you say I'm not the same person anymore. And I'm starting to see miracles around my life and seeing things all change around me because, you know, I'm walking in the goodness of God. And, and after you, you become a Christian. And see, and that's what's supposed to happen to you when you become a Christian. You're supposed to leave those things behind you that are all these problems. A lot of people, they make the same mistakes over and over and over again, and they expect different results. And it doesn't work that way. Every time you jump off a 10-story building, you're going to have the same result. It's called the law of gravity. It's going to be really negative for a few seconds, and then you're going to take a big splat every time. It doesn't make any difference how you do it, unless you have a rope or you have a parachute and you get it open on time or whatever. You, but you don't need to do stuff like that. And see, a lot of people make those same mistakes over and over. They hang out with the wrong people over and over and over again, and they have and they get dragged in the same ditch over and over and over again. And it's, it's one of those things that people don't understand that, you know, we have to make choices on this planet. We have to decide on which we want to go. That's why I pray every day that your footsteps are ordered by the Lord, that you'll be led by the Holy Spirit in fractal timeline. We talked about that many months ago, about how we have all these possibilities of experiences and all these possibilities of decisions at any given time. Like right now, I'm in my office. I could jump on top of the couch. I could jump on top of the table. I could jump on top of my chair. I could run outside. I could do anything I wanted to do right now. Those are all part of the fractal timeline. I choose to sit here and talk to you guys and do the show with you guys. And that's also the footsteps of your life. That's why you've got to pray. I pray, Lord, that you direct the footsteps of my life. 
you know, that you do, that you lead me the right way because God knows the puzzle that is our life. God knows the fractal timeline. He sees every possibility that we have every time we have it come upon us. And he knows the right way to lead us. And we talked about this in depth this week about how none of us are perfect. All of us have sinned. All of us have fallen short of the glory of God. But we all need to continue to try to be led by God back to the proper fractal timeline. We all have plan A for our life, plan B for our life, plan C for our life, plan D for our life that God gives us. And the problem is we keep missing those plans, and pretty soon we're on, you know, you know, plan triple, you know, triple C or, or triple E or whatever. You keep going through the alphabet trying to figure it out. But God's fractal timeline is that ability that you'll have through the leading of the Holy Spirit to start making the right choices and the right decisions. And it's not about winning the lottery. You know, this is crazy. I mean, you know, Lisa Marie Presley uh, basically, uh, you know, has died. We know that now. It is, it's sad. And people are asking who's going to get Graceland. And it says that Lisa Marie Presley's 14-year-old twins and Hollywood starlet daughter are expected to split the King's Memphis mansion, but they won't see a cent of the $100 million Elvis left his daughter because she lost all of it. Wow. I mean, how do you lose $100 million? Well, I can tell you one thing. You give it to investors that are unscrupulous. You give it to you know financial planners that are unscrupulous to get paid with bad bonuses and money going in and money coming back out. Let me read you part of this. Um, Lisa Marie's owned 100% of Graceland. The Memphis estate, her father, Elvis, bought in 1957 for $100,000. The 1937 house was opened to the tourists in 1982, but it's remained a family home with the Presley's gathering there for celebrations such as Thanksgiving. The house was likely plastered her three surviving children. Her only son, Benjamin, took his own life. Uh, and he goes on to say, Lisa Mary's, Mary's Presley's death at 54 leaves a question, and we don't know if she was vaccinated or not. Some people say she was vaccinated. Some people said she was really heavily into cocaine. I don't know. We'll have to wait you know, for the autopsy, but the autopsy will never tell us you know, if she was that it was vaccination induced. It won't tell us that. But she has basically inherited, she said, has been, been entirely spent. So back in 2016, she was $16 million in debt. Lisa Marie's finances remain contentious, and her fourth husband, Michael Lockwood, lost his 2016 bid in their divorce to undo the prenup, but he reopened the case in 2021, demanding that she pay the $4,600 a month child support that the court had ordered. Apparently, she couldn't even pay that. She inherited $100 million in 1993 on her 25th birthday, and she said it almost entirely disappeared thanks to man- mismanagement and bad investments. So again, here you get $100 million. You're the granddaughter of Elvis Presley, probably one of the, if not one of the most famous, if not the most famous singer that's ever been in the history of the world. His songs are still making huge amounts of money. So what did she do? Sell all those rights away? Apparently she did. And see, the sad part about all of this stuff is it goes back to mismanagement, mishandling, and basically bad contracts. If you get a 40- or 50-page contract that's all single-spaced with tiny little print, you need to have an attorney go through it and run through every bit of it and find out everything you don't like, highlight what you don't like, and get it changed. If they don't want to change it because it's too one-sided, you need to basically not sign it. That's just how it works. And it's, it's the same thing with house mortgages. You see it all the time. If you look really closely at the house mortgage, it'll tell you for any reason the lender wants to basically foreclose on you, just has to give you notice, and you have to either refinance it or they're going to foreclose. And it's just it's just weird when you start getting into this debt mess that so many people have gotten into. And I realize that we have to buy houses. I got that. But be very, very careful on who you work with and what financial planners that you use. There are some good ones out there. There really are. But there are a lot of really, really, really bad ones out there too. Like there are a lot of good nurses, a lot of bad nurses. A lot of good doctors, a whole bunch of really bad doctors, and same thing with attorneys. you got some good attorneys and some bad attorneys. So always do your best that you possibly can in order to make sure that you work with the best people that you can work with every single time. That's really, really important. By the way, uh, Chuck Baldwin wrote another really good column 
and it's about Donald Trump, and uh, it's about how Trump has skewered the conservatives again. You know, I like Chuck. He's a good friend. Uh, once a day, once again, Donald Trump proves that he is and always was as phony as a $3 bill. In light of his ongoing efforts to sabotage the conservative constitutional agenda, it's almost impossible to believe that he was not a globalist plant from day number one. Now, I'm going to step into that narrative real quick, and I'm going to say something about that. I believe that Trump was the accidental president. Robert W. Steele used to say that when he was alive. And Trump basically came in because of the algorithms weren't adjusted properly in the voting machine frauds they did and overwhelmed the machines, in my opinion, and it put Hillary Clinton in second place. And that's why she was so mad that night because she was pretty much told, in my opinion, because you know, she's a high-level witch, that she's going to be the next president of the United States. She got so drunk, basically, that she wouldn't even address her supporters and was throwing things behind the stage. I mean, this, this lady is a nightmare. And it's like, I'm sorry. This wench, she's not a lady. This wench is a, is a nightmare. She's a Kabbalist witch. Remember, every six weeks, according to Larry Nichol, who used to work for them, he's passed away now also. Every six weeks, when she was in the governor's mansion in Arkansas, she used to return to her witch's coven in L.A. She had a witch's coven that she was the head of, head witch. So these are some, these are some, these people are some sick, sick, sick people. And then he, he Baldwin goes on to say, the latest piece of evidence, and by the way, notice what they did, though. They put Trump in there because they knew that they could control him in the event that there was some type of surprise win. Remember that? In the very beginning, he was bringing evangel- evangelical leaders into the White House to pray for him. Remember? I'll remember? Always remember that. But then finally, they brought him back to heel. They, they got that choke collar on him, put that stun baton to him, and he realized that he was good friends with Jeffrey Epstein. And he had a whole bunch of losses before he went into office with a whole bunch of – things he should have been involved in, and he had a whole bunch of women that he had seduced, and all that stuff was coming out on him now, and so they had to bring – they brought him back under heel. Plus, remember, Wilbur Ross in 1988 had bought him out of bankruptcy when Wilbur Ross was working for Rothschild, Inc. Can't make this stuff up. Look it up. And then here he – Baldwin says, the latest piece of evidence is the way Trump rode in to save the House speakership for the big government rhino and the New World Order globalist Kevin McCarthy. Republican Kevin McCarthy was elected House Speaker in a historic post-midnight 15th ballot early Saturday, overcoming ballots from his own ranks and floor tensions that boiled over after a chaotic week that tested the new GOP's majority's ability to govern. Trump may have played a role in swings of holdouts, calling into a meeting of Republican freshmen the night before and calling other members ahead of voting. He had urged Republicans to wrap up their public dispute. So thank Donald Trump again for saving the globalist boy Kevin McCarthy's bacon. If Trump was truly the conservative that he touts himself as being and that many conservatives swear he is, he would have called the rhino Republicans that are supporting McCarthy and urged them to join their Freedom Caucus warriors and elect a true conservative such as Jim Jordan or Brian Donalds. But no, Trump uses his Freedom Caucus conservatives to like McCarthy. You remaining Trump loyalists, Baldwin goes on to say, in the name of all that is righteous, holy, and good, please throw off your misguided support of this con man and get rid of this maniacal nuisance once and for all. Trump is toxic to everything that is decent, honest, and true. Man, that's strong, Chuck. Okay, so think about it. 20 Freedom House members out of 222 rose up to oppose the big government California rhino from being House Speaker. That means 202 GOP members were just fine with making McCarthy Speaker. What did this show the world? Just how few House Republicans are not bought and paid for by big government, Washington establishment, I will add, big pharma, Jeffrey Epstein involvement, Etc. Etc. And of course, we need to applaud the 20 courageous congressmen who were not afraid to take on McCarthy and his big government machine. 
these Herculean efforts were not totally in vain. Now, I'm going to go ahead and post this for you. It's a very good article unless you read this. But, you know, Chuck's right. You know, we, we don't need we don't need Trump involved in anything anymore. We really don't. He's a dog on a lightning rod, and he's done so much to split the conservative party. He really has. And with all these people that are still promoting him and saying that he's ruling the White House from Mar-a-Lago still two and a half years or whatever since the loss of the election, uh, I, I can't believe people believe this stuff. Trump is not running the White House. Now, he's he's definitely involved in policy. He's doing that because of what's happening like with this, this perfect example. But guys, listen to me. We've got to realize who this guy is and understand that you, we got duped because I voted for him too in 2016. And I'm not going to do that again. I told you guys that. But always remember, these guys are going to do what they're being told to do because of their involvement with Mossad, CIA, MI6, FBI, and a lot of these guys are on the videotapes that they won't show us with Epstein and his mansion. There's over a 1,000 people and government leaders who are on those tapes. They won't give us any names because a lot of the people who would have to vote to release those tapes, as I mentioned earlier this week, are also on that list, and they're not going to do that. It'd be like they're committing you know, political suicide. The good news is, and whether it gets through or not, I don't know, Republicans are introducing a bill to re-enlist the service members who have been discharged, wrongfully discharged, I may add, due to the coronavirus vaccine mandate. I hope this can happen, honestly. Representative Brian Mass, Republican from Florida, introduced the Vaccine Mandate Reenlistment Act, which would essentially pave the way for those unfairly discharged from service due to the vaccine mandate to rejoin the military. According to a press release announcing the bill, it would ensure that any soldier, sailor, airman, or marine who was discharged for refusing the COVID-19 vaccine would be able to rejoin the military at his or her rank and pay grade prior to the discharge. The release noted that an estimated 8,000 soldiers, sailors, airmen, and marines were discharged as a result of the vaccine mandate. Now I want to say something for these 8,000 guys. Well done. I'm sorry you lost your job, but it wasn't worth losing your life. And I'm so proud of you that you stood your ground. You didn't take that vaccine. I really am. He goes on to say we are facing multiple national security threats, and now is not the time to play politics with service members who are committed to serving the United States, Mass said in a statement. While repealing the unconstitutional COVID vaccine mandate in the military was a step in the right direction, we should finish what we started and give every service member this charge for exercising his or her right to medical freedom an opportunity to return to the military, he added. The announcement named the other 33 members of Congress who joined the mass in introducing this bill. Now, now guys, this, we need to really hope and pray that this one goes through because these guys didn't deserve to get fired. I mean, this, this is stupid. They were kicked out of the service because they didn't want to take a, 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 an experimental vaccine. I mean, it, it really, really is crazy that this is actually happening in the United States of America. Now, we've got some additional information on the World Economic Forum annual meeting. Of course, John F. Kerry is going to be there, which is a surprise, surprise. You know, uh, Samantha Power, the administrator of U.S. Agency for International Development, will be there. Uh, Martin J. Walsh, the Secretary of Labor of the United States, of course, he'll be there. Uh, Catherine Tai, United States Trade Representative, she'll be there. Christopher Ferrey, there we go, Director of the FBI Bureau of Investigation of the United States, is going to the World Economic Forum. And, this year, I mean, really, Brian Kemp, the governor of the state of Georgia. <laughs> this is just crazy. Christopher Coons, senator from Delaware. Daryl Issa, congressman from California. Gregory Weeks, congressman from New York. Gretchen Whitmer, surprise, surprise, governor of the state of Michigan. J.B. Pritzker, governor of Illinois. James Risch, senator from Ohio, Ohio, Idaho. Joe Manchin, Manchin, senator from West Virginia. Christine Savina, senator from Arizona. Maria Cantwell, senator from Washington. Maria Salazar, Congresswoman from Florida, Mike Gallagher, Congresswoman from Congressman from uh, Wisconsin, Mike Mikey Sherry, Congresswoman from New York City, and Seth Moulton, Congressman from Massachusetts. I mean, who in the world do these people think they are 
being listed on a list that we know they're going that are basically going to an organizational meeting that is dedicated to a new world order and another a complete and total world revolution in which you can't drive anything, you can't fly anywhere, you can't own anything, and you'll be happy. This is nuts. This whole Klaus Schwab and the Rothschild banking contest. This is crazy that they're doing this and they're allowing themselves to be posted as far as being to these meetings. Guys, listen to me. It's really, really, really important that we understand that these people, if you're in their states, you got to get them out of office. It's really important that these guys are no longer allowed to do this because they are representing another foreign interest above that of the United States, in my opinion. It's like being a dual citizen with another country and being in Congress or being in the Senate. It's not okay. You can't have misguided loyalties like that, but there are so many dual citizens in Congress and in the Senate. All of that stuff needs to be banned and outlawed, but of course the same groups that are doing this have to vote against themselves being you know, dual citizens, so they don't do that. So it's important to expose these people and get them out of office to the best of our ability. Always stay focused on the ball. Never let them hide it from you and not realize where it is. This thing is a concerted effort now, but this group of people, in my opinion, this World Economic Forum, to do everything they possibly can to destabilize this planet to such a point they can cause so much chaos because, remember, out of chaos will come a new world order so they can bring in a new world government, new world religion, and new world economic system with digital currency and tracking you with every single thing that you do with cameras, et cetera, et cetera. This is going to be some crazy stuff that's going to be happening to us in our lifetimes because we need to pay attention to it. And that's why we have to stand firm on the word of God. And we need to realize that we do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And we need to dig in, like it says in Ephesians, and put on the full armor of God every single day of our life. What do you think, Austin? What's your next story? That's well said, and that's why I've – intentionally told everybody I talked to do the best you can not to put these items in your house. Don't financially support them. And by all means, don't, don't allow this stuff to be listening, recording, watching, doing data analysis on you all the time. That's I mean, I've, I've gone into detail this week on the stuff now the flying drone camera and the Alexa and the, you know, the vacuum cleaner that's recording you and taking photos. All these things are designed to get people more, Pretty much okay, I guess you could say, just just more acceptable of having things constantly monitor you all the time, and that's what we've seen now in China. It's been a very clear indication of what happens when you have a completely and totally tyrannical government take control of things. And Dad's exactly right. You have these representatives that, I mean, these guys got to go. I mean, one of them, Representative Joe Wilson of South Carolina, I saw this earlier. I brought it up briefly yesterday. Joe Wilson of South Carolina, who's a Republican, he's the one who filed the resolution earlier this week to direct the Fine Arts Board of the U.S. House of Representatives to put a giant statue of Zelensky in display in the House Wing of the U.S. Capitol. I mean, I, I, I told you yesterday, I can't come up with something more embarrassing that, I mean, they would even even remotely talk about, much less put forward a resolution on it. I mean, you know how insulting this is to the American population that we're going to spend money to put a statue of a theater man that runs around in high heels and tights, is an actor on a stage. That's what he was up until he was the president of Ukraine. And suddenly he's like the savior of the world now because he's fighting Russia. I mean, listen, I've told everybody this before. I'm not pro Russia, I'm not pro Ukraine, I'm pro American. And any of the nonsense that people keep spewing saying, well, the reason why we're, we're, we're helping Ukraine is because if, if we don't do this, then Russia's going to come after the United States. Really? Russia's technology as far as any ability for them to actually do something in the United States is so far-fetched that that concept is. 
what Russia and Ukraine have going on, they can handle on their own. We don't need to send them another $100 billion, and we definitely don't need a statute of a president of another country in the House of Representatives. I can't even make this stuff up. And Dad brought up earlier, he's talking about the bill to reinstate the military service members that were terminated. I'm huge support of that, and I really encourage, I'm really proud of a lot of these guys that stood up and said no. I mean, was, that was a big thing to do, especially these guys that are going in for a career. And remember, I told everybody when it was happening in 2021, I said, I encourage everyone as best I can. I said, file for religious exemption, push back, do not give in. Now we're seeing that these lawsuits filed against these companies are starting to become very, very prevalent for good reason. And I hope these attorneys rake these companies over the coals that violated individuals' personal liberties by telling them to get the shot. I had a buddy send me, or a um, customer, listener, friend of ours, sent us an article, and I had read about it earlier with two ESPN uh, reps. One was a reporter, Allison Williams. The other one was Beth Faber, who was an ESPN producer. And he sent me the link, and it's interesting, so I'm going to read what's going on with the lawsuit, but I'm also going to tie in why I've told you repeatedly that Disney is not what people think it is. It is a connection with the DOD. There's a reason why they put together EBCOT. EBCOT stands for the Experimental Prototype Community of Tomorrow. That's the EBCOT Center in Orlando with Disney. It was a giant experiment to see how they could do certain elements as far as with smart cities, with tracking surveillance, with facial recognition cameras. I've told you guys in detail my experiences with Disney and constant conflicts that I've had with them over there. Disney has, and for years now, mainly through Epcot, has had some of the most technologically advanced systems that they use as an experimental testing ground because Epcot is – its own little ecosystem there if you've ever been there before they test everything with the dod through ebcot that's why it's called the experimental prototype community of tomorrow what's interesting about this is i've told people about this and they're like oh no that's not true i'm like look it up well interesting enough now this is a yahoo news article and it goes into detail about espn reporter allison williams and beth faber espn producer who have both filed lawsuits against ESPN and Disney because ESPN is owned by Disney in connection with their termination because they filed religious beliefs. Remember I told you guys this when this is happening. So many people listen to me. I said, you have to file a religious exemption with your company if they're trying to force you to get this shot. I said, once you file a religious exemption with them and you have a strongly held religious belief, I told everybody this verbatim. I said, if they terminate you for this, they are opening themselves up to massive exposure. Sure enough now, Massive lawsuits have been filed against ESPN and Disney. Williams and Faber both apply with a lawsuit. Both requested in 2021 for a religious exemption, and they filed it just like I continue to tell everybody to do. Both of their exemptions were denied, even though they claimed they were still willing to do anything they could to work with ESPN as far as wearing a mask, testing regularly, working remote, anything. Disney and ESPN made no efforts to accommodate either one of them. Both of the religious exemptions were denied, and they were subsequently terminated a week later after refusing to get the shot. They have now filed a massive lawsuit, good reason. And here's the part of the article, though. They, they put this in the middle of this article, and blatantly on, you, on Yahoo, and it's right here in the middle of it. It says, the 83-page complaint alleges that Disney's vaccine mandate was not solely the company's own doing 
but a state action influenced by its symbiotic relationship with the Defense Department. Wait, what? Disney's saying it wasn't our fault that we fired them for not getting the shot because the DOD tells us what to do. That's what they're saying here. State action influenced. And I quote, this is from the article right here. It says right here in the middle of the article. I'm going to post this on the website. It is well known that the Defense Department has exercised direct editorial control over Disney's content, the suit reads. That control does not stop at content but extends to direct, indirect, and covert encouragement as it pertains to policies and practices such as vaccine requirements. This is in the lawsuit, the 83-page lawsuit. They blatantly say that the Defense Department controls Disney and controls their policies. So – Lest you think I'm making stuff up, my friends, that Disney works with the DOD and the reason why they're so unbelievably restrictive over there and they absolutely love to violate your rights and they love to treat you like a peasant when you go in there while they take all your money. I'm not exaggerating. Faber and Williams are seeking compensatory damages back in front pay. Damages for emotional trauma, distress, punitive damage, reasonable attorney fees, and cost of the action, pre and post judgment or interest. I mean, a whole whole laundry list of stuff on there, and I hope they rake them over the coals and ESPN has to settle for a massive amount of money. I'm definitely going to keep an eye on this lawsuit and see how it goes, but I wanted to put that out there and let everybody know this is really what happens. This is why I've told you the reason why Amazon is so big is because they have a connection with the DOD on the backside, including housing the CIA servers. When you see these companies that are multi-multi-billion dollar companies and BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street are the major shareholders of them, you can pretty much be guaranteed that they're all controlled and operated through the same people, the same entities. It's the people that you don't see on television. It's the people you don't see in Hollywood. It's the people you don't hear about in the news. These are the ones who are actually running the planet and they're running the system right now. And that is why we do the best we can in order to bring this stuff up so you can make an informed decision whether or not you want to support this stuff, whether or not you don't want to support it, and whether or not you actually want to push back and stand your ground. But I want to get that information out there because, this, like I said, it's right here on Yahoo News in the middle of this 83-page lawsuit blatantly saying the Defense Department exercises direct control over Disney's content. So – If you didn't think the DOD was running Disney and they control everything that Disney puts out, including their psychological operations, and here's the next part you have to ask yourself. We know repeatedly that Disney employees – this is a fact from arrests that have been public knowledge in Polk County that numerous Disney employees every single year are arrested for child pedophilia and child trafficking and basically child porn. Regular basis, Sheriff Grady Judd is posted online every single year. These are Disney employees. Now, I'm not saying Disney's directly involved in that, but what I am saying is I do find it ironic that a company that's pretty much operated on the back end by the DOD that's supposed to be there for everyone's fun and safety and here to make children have fun seems to be one of the main companies in Central Florida that continually has people arrested as employees for child sex trafficking and child sex exploits. Just thought that was interesting. Want to throw out there. What do you think, Dad? You know, everybody already knows how I feel about Disney. Don't go. <laughs> don't get to Disney Channel. I, I'm just telling you, I don't do any of that stuff. I refuse to. I refuse to support them. You know, we've been treated so badly over there. We've told you stories about it before that it's ridiculous. 
and uh, being involved with the DOD, I want you to post that article so people can make up their own mind as far as the, the validity of that, Austin. But the reality is this, you know, if you want to go there and get completely spied on with cameras, they can literally come in and you can have a day at Disney and they can monitor. You can pay for this is what I was told. I haven't tried to do it is that you can have them monitor you and give you like a DVD of your entire day as you go from camera to camera to camera with all the different rides, et cetera. Now, you know, whether that's true or not, I don't know. I haven't done it. But the reality is I've been behind the scenes, you know, years ago. I'll tell you one story with Disney, just one. Uh, we were riding over to the uh, Magic Kingdom and I was on the monorail. And we hadn't gone into the My Magic Kingdom yet. And uh, one of the DOD, no, no, DOD, listen to me, one of the security personnel from, from Disney walks up to me and says, uh, I need to know, you know, what's in your in your right pocket. And I said, it's not your business in my right pocket. He goes, well, uh, you know, we've been alerted apparently from cameras or whatever. I have no idea how that you're carrying a weapon. And I was. I was carrying a 45 Kimber. And uh, I said to him, I said, it's none of your business what's in my pocket. And he goes, well, you've got to let us see what's in your pocket or you're going to have to leave the park. And if you don't want to show us, we're going to have you escorted by, you know, you know, Orlando police or sheriff or whoever it was. And boy, it was like a, it was like a dog on that movie, Mr. Deeds. You know, and he's the you know, he's the guy the butler there with him. And all of a sudden, it was like instantaneously, there was a sheriff standing beside me. It was the it was the weirdest thing I've ever experienced. And I said, well, and they said, well, you have a choice now. And they were, you want to tell us what's in your pocket? And I said, well, yeah, I'm carrying a gun. And they said, well, you can't carry a gun here. You have to either take it back to your car or we'll put it in a locker for you and you can pick it up on the way back out. And if you don't do either of those, if you want to be escorted out and forced out, then you'll be permanently banned for life from Disney. This is what I was told. I was there with Sharon and my kids, and I'm like, oh, gosh, this is ridiculous. And I said, okay, I'll be happy to put it back you know, in the locker. So they took me back into one of their one of their hubs, one of their central security hubs, and there was a wall. Oh, gosh, it must have been 15 feet high, 20 feet across, with all of these all these black and white monitors that were watching all over you know, Disney. Now, whether or not there were more cameras in another place, I don't know. But they had me basically put uh, my my Kimber in a, in a in a locker. They gave me the the key for it or whatever it was, and and I came back, you know, two or three hours later, and I grabbed the gun and I left the park. And that's just one incident. That's how closely it's monitored. So when Austin tells you that it's a that they did it's that Epcot is the environmental prototype community of tomorrow, he's absolutely right. They want to have that type of surveillance, that type of security. And this wasn't even Epcot. This was just this was the Magic Kingdom. I don't recommend anybody goes over there. I just stay away from that place and do not support them. It's just why do you want to do that? They were basically accused by Governor DeSantis, rightfully so, of promoting material that was grooming young children to become homosexuals. I mean, why do you want to support that? Why do you want to give them money? Why do you want to pay a thousand dollars or two thousand or whatever it is a day now to go to Disney with your family with a hotel? And just continue to encourage them to do that kind of behavior. I mean, their sales revenue are through the floor. Their dog, they've had to raise the prices over there to make up for that. They can't get personnel to get hired because there's shortages of those everywhere. And their stock has crashed. You know, the world is telling Disney they've had enough and they don't want to be involved in it. But Disney doesn't seem to care. Doesn't seem to listen because why? Oh, that's right. Disney's owned by State Street, BlackRock, and Vanguard. <laughs> just can't make it up. And, and we need to get that. We need to realize that there's certain things that we can do and certain things we cannot do. But what we can do is to boycott certain people that aren't doing what they're supposed to do or doing things that are against the word of God. It's like that's why I talked to you guys the other day. I mean do you really want to continue to watch Yellowstone when they're promoting homosexual content? I'm just asking you. Don't fuss at me. I know there's a big deal in people are walking around in Western wear and hats and everything else now in the suburbs of New York because they want to look like Yellowstone characters. But the reality is do you really want to support that? Do you really want to continue to watch that show, give them money, and support the agenda? I mean, I, I don't want to do that. I, I would never do that. I, I, I can't. I won't. By the way, a new, new UFO report shows that hundreds more incidents than previously thought. 
More than 500 incidents now are being looked at by the U.S. government. This is a lot of stuff. The U.S. intelligence community said Thursday that the number of UFO reports involving U.S. military personnel is increasing, enabling a greater awareness of the airspace and increased ability and opportunity to resolve what is actually being reported. Roughly half of these new incidents reported in the report had terrestrial explanations, the report said. The increase is reported. There's only half, by the way. I mean, 50% don't. The increase in reporting is being partially attributed to the contributing effort to destigmatize the reporting of such incidents and focus on the potential safety risk that they could pose to the U.S. personnel. The report released Thursday by the Office of the Director of National Intelligence said that since the 1st of June 2021, unclassified report on what are now called unidentified anomalous phenomenon, it is now aware of 510 of such reports. That's significantly more than 144 incidents reviewed in the initial report. Now, I'm going to say something to you guys, and I'm, because I, I've got to keep this clear with you guys as far as what a lot of this is. You know, I talked to Chuck Missler about this, gosh, 10, 15 years ago. I had lunch with him before he passed away. And I asked him about UFOs. And I said, because I was talking to him about it, and, and, and he was saying it's basically angelic intervention or whatever into our ecosystem, into our world. And I said to him, I said, why do angels or fallen angels or these entities from these other systems or these other dimensions have to have spaceships and UFOs to fly around in? Because, you know, we were always taught that they can just flop around with their wings or do whatever they want to do. And he said, why do you think you need to tell them how they can travel? That's what he said to me. And I thought to myself, wow, that's interesting. I hadn't really you know, gone into detail with that much as far as what he was, what he was saying. But then he started looking at the Bible and, and you start you're seeing all kinds of stuff like this. You know, let's look at Ezekiel chapter 1, verse 4. It says, And I looked, and behold, a whirlwind came out of the north, a great cloud, and a fire enfolding itself, and a brightness was about it. And out of the midst thereof of color of amber it was the mist of fire. So, I mean, you know, the Bible's got a lot of references to extraterrestrial, quote-unquote, strange encounters. We've got that. And, and so we need to understand that, you know, you know, also look at look at Second Kings chapter two verse eleven. He says, "And it came to pass as they Elijah and Elisha still went on, and they talked, and that behold, there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of fire, and, and parted them both asunder. And Elijah went up into the world, went into heaven. And so, and, and another one says, then I turned. This is uh, uh, Zechariah, the prophet Zechariah gave a very precise description in chapter five verses one to two. Then I turned, and I lifted mine eyes and looked, and behold, a flying scroll." And he said unto me, what seest thou? And I answered, I see a flying scroll, the length, therefore, of about 20 cubics and the breadth of about 10 cubics. So this stuff has been reported in the Bible for thousands and thousands of years. This goes right back to Genesis chapter 6. So don't, let this mess with, don't let any of that stuff mess with your faith. The Bible told us that basically there was a – well, it didn't say it this way, but it implied this, that there was a big rebellion in heaven, kind of a coup d'etat when Lucifer or the fallen angels were all tossed out of heaven, and they were basically sent – different parts of the galaxy of the universe we don't really know but we know that some of men that appear because in genesis chapter six it says that they basically came down here and started breeding with human beings it says that so you have to look at it from that perspective you've got to realize that we've had this incursion into our ecosystem into our world for thousands and thousands and thousands of years and we need to understand that and don't let it freak you out don't do that the bible told us this is real don't allow it to affect you from a negative standpoint we have jesus Jesus had enough of all of it, and 2,000 years ago, he came down. God put him inside of Mary as, as an embryo, as I can tell. I mean, I really don't understand how all that happened with, you know, with her being pregnant, but you know, it doesn't really go into detail with that. The Holy Spirit came upon her, and she was with child, and, and what ended up happening is he came to basically save us and to redeem us and to transform us back to that of the Father so that we could have fellowship with God Almighty. He knew that there was a problem down here. 
Okay, he obviously knew that, or he wouldn't have sent Christ. And he wouldn't have sent himself through Jesus to do that for us. That's how much he loved you. So realize that when you see things in a night sometimes that can't really be explained, when you see things in the news like this that really can't be explained, the Bible already told you it was real. So don't let it flip you out. Always remember that. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. He is our kinsman redeemer. He came to save us, to transform us back to the Father. This is the day the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and I will be glad in it because God is still on the throne. Prayer still changes things. And the power that raised Jesus from the dead resides in you. We need to understand that every single day of our life. And when we do that, all these other things that we talked about today and all this weird stuff, it pales in comparison to the glory that we have through Jesus and the hope that we have of eternal life with God in heaven. So that's how you got to keep your mindset positive. What are they going to do to you? I mentioned this earlier this week. Are they going to kill you? Okay, well, oh well, get to go to heaven quicker. We're going to go to heaven anyhow as a Christian. You know, you say, well, I don't want to go right now. Well, neither do I. But the reality is, is that's the end of the destination for every believer anyhow because we don't die. So we don't have to have fear of that. That's why Jesus said, oh, death, where is thy victory? Where is thy sting? He's overcome both death, hell, and the grave. And we have no fear in death. Always remember that. So don't let the news mess with you. Don't let fear overtake you. Fear is the mind killer. It says, the Bible says, perfect love casts out fear. And we need to be walking in love and compassion with people. And people need to realize that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Proclaim the name of Jesus, Yeshua. Talk about the great I am. Talk about the Holy Spirit. Talk about what God has done for you in your life to all of your friends all the time. Make it to the point where they go, wow, this is, this is amazing. And, you know, write out a petition to God and use it as a prayer. Pray it every single day. I've got a friend of mine who did that. She wrote petitions for her children, had tremendous results with it. Always remember, we can do all things through Christ. Austin, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story? You're spot on. I mean, positive affirmations and prayer are absolutely crucial every single day. You have to keep your mindset and your mind focused on a lot of positive stuff. That doesn't mean that you pretend like things are happening and you put your head in the sand. I've told this to many of my friends. I've said you have to maintain positive words. And, you know, dad's even gotten on to me this before when I've said stuff and he goes, was that the way you want it to be? Make a comment, take a step back and you go, well, no, I don't know. I don't really want it to be like that. You're right. And, you know, and get checked on it. And so it's very, very important. And you have to train your children like that as well. To not speak negative things on themselves or the family because it's very common. You see this now in a lot of movies. You see this in music. They're constantly having negative comments about you know your self-worth or what you're doing or you don't have money or this. It, it just goes on and on. I'm not going to go into it. It is so important, my friends. You maintain positive speech over yourself and over your family. It will make a multitude of difference when it comes to your mindset, your energy, your success everything because when you continually speak positive you're promoting positive energy and i told somebody this a while back because they were having issues with some fertility stuff and they're being super negative about it and i said listen i said that's not the way you want it to be so why are you speaking that that's that's if that's that's what you want keep doing it he said oh you're, you're right i said don't, is that what you want it to be he said, no it's not it's okay you stop saying it if you don't want it to be like that, then stop speaking it over yourself. And once you grasp that concept, it will change the way you look at everything. It will change your outlook. It will change your perception. And a lot of times, it will change your life. Just a little tidbit of knowledge. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting. As you guys know, I continually make fun of the 
electric vehicle market can primarily because it's a complete and total joke on the aspect of being able to be long-term, sustainable, healthy, not to mention it's just flat-out annoying. They continually tell everybody, you need to drive these vehicles, and there's no aspect of actual green to them. You know, People pretend like these lithium-ion batteries and the power that they charge up these electric cars with suddenly just shows up out of thin air. Oh, just lithium-ion batteries just appear. We don't have to do anything for them. It's not pollutive. Well, ironically enough now, because sales have dropped so low and Tesla's trying to boost shares, I guess, and trying to generate more revenue, they are slashing prices all over the globe, which is stirring a very um, interesting pot now because Tesla now is coming in and discounting new vehicles anywhere between 5 to 15% in some cases, which – I mean, all of a sudden, they're just dropping prices, ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 on certain models. This is making a lot of current customers that just bought these items, bought these cars, and ones that bought them a few months ago really, really angry. And you see this with a lot of manufacturers that do this with rebates, but a lot of times people kind of know the schedule as far as with rebates, with GM and Ford would do that sometimes. Well, the problem when you do this, if you have a $50,000 Tesla that somebody just bought and financed, and now all of a sudden you find out that, oh, by the way, um, that new Tesla you just bought, it's uh, discounted down to $38,000 now. You go, wait, what? <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute. So I, I just – my vehicle just – immediately lost that much as far as in residual value uh yeah well this again is trying to encourage people to buy these that's why they're trying to make them more price effective to go into the market because they want people to enter the market with these vehicles so they can continually monitor control and dictate every single thing that you do with them i told you guys i drove that f-150 lightning that a buddy of mine had bought not too long ago and i'm driving and all of a sudden i'm looking on both sides of the steering wheel and above the steering wheel and i'm like what is what is all this those look like cameras he goes oh yeah, they're cameras i said they're cameras those are cameras he said, whenever you put it in automated mode it watches you to make sure you're paying attention i said but that, that's the only time they ever come on is right then. He's like, well, yeah, that's what they said. I said, I don't even believe you believe that. <laughs> I said, there's three cameras here staring at me. I said, you think they only turn on when you put it in automated mode? I said, why do you think social media platforms record your face and use the selfie camera to watch your pupil dilation, your facial expressions, and your smiles and your reactions? They build a full algorithm on every single post you look at and they can literally determine to a fine tooth comb exactly what you like what you hate what you're aroused by what you're continually encouraged with what you're disappointed with to a t my friends there's a reason why they have cameras on these vehicles next they want to monitor every single thing you're doing record every single thing you're doing in your vehicle so they can turn up oh, well you're a high-risk driver you said something that you know violates the new electric vehicle policy well your vehicle's no longer going to be able to be charged for 48 hours now so once you decide you want to recant that. You, you, you don't want to make comments like that. We'll, we'll give you the privilege of being able to drive your vehicle again. That's where all this stuff is going. And I've had a lot of people laugh at me about this. And then suddenly they go, oh, and then the videos, you know, of the room of vacuum cleaner get released with the girl go in the bathroom and list it on Facebook, record her, taking photos of her. You see what's going on now with Alexa. Numerous times have sent people's conversations out. To emails, I mean, randomly shouldn't record conversation out to somebody in an email. 
These things are not by accident. They're done intentionally to monitor every single thing you do. And in reality, this is why it is so important, why you look at it and you make an informed decision before you start bringing this stuff in your house. There's no question about it. It's definitely real. Also, too, in other news, I find this interesting. I don't know if this is more theater or distraction. This whole debacle with Biden allegedly inadvertently misplacing classified documents in his office, in his house, by his Corvette. This whole thing is very, very strange to me. I was reading some stuff on it. I find it to be very strangely timed, and the amount of coverage it's been getting and the um, the level of which it's just been discounted, considering the fact he was VP and vice president does not have the authority to declassify anything. And suddenly they're like joking that the boxes were sitting in his garage beside his Corvette. This whole thing is really stinky of theater to me, and I feel like they're doing this as a distraction or they're doing this to try to use an excuse to maybe bring Biden out or I don't know. What when I saw some of this earlier, what do you think about this? Now, do you think it's just more theater and obfuscation given with this clown? That's all it is. That's all it is. The same thing because you know they, they got so much traction when Donald Trump had the, the stuff down at Mar-a-Lago. They wanted to yeah. reintroduce more traction. It's, it's just theater. It's just kabuki theater is all it is. This is the circus clown act. with the. They're, they're having to bring the elephants out now, and tomorrow they'll bring in the penguins, and the next day they're going to bring in the, the tigers, and next time they're going to bring in the, the, you know, the, uh, you know, the trapeze artists. It's, just, it's all it is. It's just it's bread and circuses for the masses. They're not going to do anything to Biden because they had some confidential material in his garage. He wasn't disseminating it or whatever. I mean, same thing with Trump with Mar-a-Lago. I told you guys that was a big nothing burger when they did that to Trump. And it's just it's just what they do. It's just it makes the headlines. Now, you know, Lisa Marie's the headline. You know, you know, then Trump's the headline. Then Biden's the headline because what they've got to do, they've got to sell airtime on these networks. And the only way they can sell airtime is they have to keep their audience really high. And they've got it down to an algorithm. They've got to continually release news stories on an ongoing basis that are different. And that allows the masses to stay entertained. Like I said, it's the opiate for the masses. It's like Yellowstone. It's all it is. It's, 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 it's Prince Charles and all and Prince Harry and all the other weird stuff that's going on with that group. You look at the, you know, the Daily Mail. It's all full of that stuff. It's Kim Kardashian's buttocks. It's all of this. It's constantly the same thing because they don't want the masses thinking about the real issues like – why are there 5G towers everywhere? That's really weird. Why can't I sleep at night very well when I turn on these 5G towers? Oh, well, I just don't really understand that either. I mean, oh, what's going on with why are people just, you know, becoming transgenders? And why are these having – why are we having transgender story hour? I mean you don't hear all that stuff pushed on the mainstream news. They don't talk about any of it. They don't talk about any of it. Why are they trying to rebuild the third temple to bring in the Antichrist? And, you know, why are Christians paying for the third temple for their own demise so they can – Bring in the book of Revelation. I mean, are they just not reading the Bible the way they're supposed to read it? Well, yes, yeah, about right. You know, why are the pastors not talking about repentance anymore? Why does everything feel good, happy, happy, happy? It's all the same process. It's the same process of basically opioid for the masses of taking people that are trying to find the truth, trying to see the truth, trying to understand what's going on, and keeping it obfuscated from them so they will never know or believe or see the truth. That's why the Bible says the God of this age has placed a veil around the hearts of the minds of the people on this planet so they cannot see. And, and it's not going to change. It's, it's what they do. It's what they always have done. Guys, don't let them do that to you. You stay grounded in the word of God. You pray every day, and you realize that you're a child of the Most High God, and he's got your back. I love you guys. I'll talk to you this on Monday. You guys have a wonderful weekend. Austin, finish it up, my friend. Absolutely. And this is why continually 
I encourage everyone to do research, ask questions. Don't take anything at face value. Constantly look things up and do your own research on it the best you possibly can. That's what we do on this show every single day the best we can, and I encourage everyone to do the same. Everybody has a right to ask questions. Everybody has a right to question the narrative. If anybody tells you you don't or you can't, they're spreading direct lies to you, and they do not want you finding the truth. Facts. Now you can see it so much in the theater, in the media, over and over and over again. So keep up the fight, my friends. If you need anything, healthmasters.com, the Maximum Energy Kit on sale, final this week. Great product kit together. Also, to the Healthy Testosterone Support Kit. I explained that in detail yesterday. That's something you're interested in. Feel free to give us a call on our website at 1-800-726-1834. You can email us. Try on the front page as well. Also, to the Forever Fit our New Zealand whey protein three-pack specials also on sale right now on the front page. Really great formula to be used post-workout. Also great is a breakfast shake. I've used it for years. Uh, a lot of times I've used it just as a staple to get out of the house. I'm busy, a banana and a protein shake, it'll get you running pretty good until you're ready to get your next meal in. So check those things on the website at healthmasters.com. I encourage you continue to maintain your health this year. I know a lot of people have the New Year's resolution and all these different things they're doing. Well, continue to keep that going, my friends. Continue to keep exercising, staying strong, healthy, wealthy, and wise. I appreciate you all. Have a blessed, safe, awesome evening, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. 